What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. guest appearance. Very special. Boogie, did you just want to ask them a question or did you want Boogie. to share with them a secret? Boogie, tell me something. Why do you, you, have, do you want to share time? with them a secret? What? What kind of secret? The secret you've been holding on? Yeah. I am going to have a sister. I just found out. Are you so excited about it? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, mama, you had a question to ask them today. I forgot it. I want to know, where are you at in the burn zone? And did you get to see me today on the camera? <laughs> because if you did the burn zone, you did. So, if you can drop in the comments, please, which burn zone are you on? One, two, three, or four. I want to know. I have only four little fingers. Yeah. Okay. I'm go. I'm going now. Goodbye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all dog moms do the same damn thing. Your dog has a voice. Yesterday. I wonder what his sister's voice is going to be like. Yesterday, I was on a call with one of our clients and... Um, he was talking to his dog and then he busted out in his like dog voice. You guys know if you have a dog that you have, maybe if you're a mom, you have three voices. I don't know. I'm not a mom yet. So moms, feel free to chime in here, but you have a, your human, voice, a human mom and a dog mom. And then you have your dog mom voice. Okay. We got some cat moms in the house. Cat moms. Do you have like cat voices too? How do cats talk? I here's how I imagine a cat talking. Um, excuse me, bitch. Do you see me? I'm thirsty. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Get me my water. <laughs> Clean um, my fingernails, please. In fact, don't you bother. Cat, You're cats, dirtier than me. Cat moms have their cat voices too. We call it boogie language. It's boogie language. And he may or may not be writing a book. Uh, it a may or may one. not be a kid's book. He's writing two books. He also may or may not be writing a dual purpose book that teaches you boogie language in congruence with a recipe book. In boogie language. In boogie language. So you can learn and apply. <laughs> <laughs> have we really lost our minds? Yeah, it's we have. possible. 
<laughs> Cats talk like Professor Snape. Who's that? Oh, I think it's a, oh God, I'm gonna, Harry Potter. Is that a Harry Potter thing? Okay, I wanna see what burn zone you guys are on. Ooh, or if four. you're in the UTA, UTC, I saw, a couple, UTC. I saw a couple people buy a burn zone four yesterday. It makes me so excited when I see the burn zone four purchases come through because what that tells me is y'all have been consistent as fuck. And it I makes know. me so excited. Olivia, that's you. Fran burn zone one, Olivia 4.5. Does that mean that you're halfway through four? I can only imagine. Brandy one, Melanie two. Tracy one, Rachel two, Daniela one, Mishy one, Cozier one, Casey two. Cassie. Cassie, thank you. Stacy K. Stacy K. Your community engagement unicorn. Ronnie Silva coming Four. up on UTC. Dang. I love that. Carrie Doe is almost at four. Doe? Dow, Doe. How do you pronounce da. that? Dow. 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 Pamela Hicks. Dewey. Burn Zone One. Adrian One. Christy One. Joni. Joni. One. Yeah, buddy. You guys are killing it. All you guilty dog moms and cats. And yeah, okay, dogs. so we're not that crazy. Just maybe a. Well, or maybe you guys are just on the same level of crazy as we are. Oh, wait, 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 wait. If we're being honest, we're all a little... Daryl, almost done with one. Keisha, one. Nice. You guys are killing it. Daisy, three. Daisy's on three. Great job. Hi, says. That, that CrossFit open, though. Ah! Did it start? That will gear up. You, mm -hmm. you like my... Do you like my uh, manual edits? The CrossFit open will gear up. Oh, yeah. This is good, huh? Um, all right, so what are we talking about today? Skeletons in the closet. Cleaning mm. out my closet. Do we have any skeletons inside there? Not last time. Or monsters. Monsters in the closet. Skeletons in the closet. Skeletons in the closet. <clears throat> this, I believe, originated from the concept of... This you, is a dating topic yeah well i mean how long did i mean everybody has baggage i think the skeleton would resemble the baggage now the hidden you, baggage the, the, the nasty yes, the skeleton rotten. is the baggage the closet is where you hide it mm, mm. right everybody has skeletons we all got that baggage but many choose to keep it in the closet why because it makes you vulnerable because it's not fun to share normally. Some people, at least in the movies, and if it's movies, it's probably reality, who have kids start dating, won't tell person about their kids. And then like the longer they go into dating relationships, like don't tell their, at least this happens in the movies. This is the only knowledge that I have because I've never had kids, so I don't really know the situation. But like, well, this is just- 69, this hashtag, is, I'm hashtag I'm 12. Are you 12 or 10? Five. Five, okay, good. So, um, what was I saying? You totally did a me thing where you just like jumped movie, in. You movie with parent, with uh, baggage. Uh, yeah. But like you have secrets that like you won't tell people. And then it's like the longer it goes, the more uncomfortable it gets to tell them about your baggage. 
but because you haven't told them now, you're like, well, should I tell you now? Like, and you, and then like the longer it goes and the more you put it off, the harder it is for you to want to share it. So what are like some examples of baggage people have? Like, um, certain things that you like that you think maybe the anything that you like or enjoy that you think the other person might not like or enjoy. Sometimes we're tempted to hide it from them because we want to be liked. People want to be liked. It's not a bad thing, but it hinders you and your success and overall quality of life when you choose to hide something because you believe that somebody else just won't like you because of that thing. What happens is you start attracting people that like a fake version of you or not the whole version of you, just a part of you. And then you feel like you're having to hide this part of you all the time in order to continue being liked. I remember one of, one of the most attractive thing that I found about you when we very first met, aside My from the fact that she's really attractive. Earlobes. Was the fact that you were like so raw, real and authentic and like it sh- you told me like basically you put all the cards out on the table, literally like on our very first conversation. And I said, so look, here's how it is. And it was incredible. And then like I bought a ticket halfway across the country like a weekend later. Um, Boom. Score. But here's the thing. Had I not disclosed information that was important for her to know at the time. Uh-huh. Trust would have gone down when the truth is found out. The truth always gets found out. Trust would go down. I may have attracted somebody that isn't really truly attracted to me. And then it will be a shit show later or hurt more. If you get attached, people get attached to the things that they like about a person without understanding that that's not the whole person. And you get so attached to the things that you like and you think about all of that stuff and you're like, um, and, and, and in the beginning, especially in the beginning, especially all the stuff you don't like, you're like, eh, it's fine uh, because these things you're are infatuated. all amazing. Yeah. It's infatuation. And like that goes away eventually. That doesn't mean like feelings of love have to go away. Um, and you know, love goes from just like simple feelings to more of a choice. Right, right, like it transforms because infatuation isn't love. Let's look up the definition of that, actually. Have we done this before? Infatuation. Not to be confused with flatulence. All right, infatuation, an intense but short-lived passion or admiration for someone or something. Short-lived and intense. You'll do anything. You will fly Across the country, the weekend after you meet the person. People are like, love makes you crazy. Nah, infatuation makes you crazy. Makes you do crazy things. Oh, gosh. You're coming with so many golden... I hope... just like listening today. Love. I think we've looked up love before. The definition of... I, I feel like people have a lot of opinions about what love is, but this is what the dictionary, the Merriam-Webster dictionary says about love is a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. Attraction based on sexual desire, affection and tenderness felt by lovers. I think that's a piece of it. Affection based on admiration, benevolence, 
or common interests. Common interests is not infatuation. So now we're getting a little bit deeper and now there's a pop-up, great advertising, thank you. Assurance of affection. Assurance of affection when you're infatuated, you are not assured that it is love, that you have the affection. Warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. The words I would pick out of here would be arising out of kinship, common interest okay so hold on so if we're if we're talking about love in general i'm talking about a romantic relationship I'm talking about a romantic relationship like um affection based on admiration yeah but i would say long term this is long term you can have love for people period like want, wanting the best for them and all of that but to deeply like love somebody takes time you don't just meet somebody and you're like now i have all this love for you. You have to get to know them and you have to get to know the real them. And on the flip side, they have to get to know the real you. Otherwise, you don't really know if you love on that like deep, deep kind of level. I'm not just talking about like, I love people. I want the best for people. I love talking to people. I want the best for people. That doesn't mean that like, I'm gonna have the same love for you that I have for Sarit. Um, I don't know. I think, I think I got to my main takeaway, like right in the beginning is like, don't, everybody has skeletons. Don't hide them. Yeah. You know, I remember from my own journey, I used to, I used to hide skeletons in my closet and, you know, I would say, and I hope that maybe some of you guys can relate to this. If you don't, then I mean, whatever, but you know, I will tell you this, that in my earlier years, before I, you know, transformed myself in a way where I was like wholly complete with myself and with all of my faults and with all of my like weaknesses and with all of my imperfections. Um, when I met somebody, I, yes, it was, I thought it was love, but it was like love only to a certain degree. When I had to get vulnerable, deal with something or break away from something, I would always um, lack ownership, hide it for the sake of convenience or because I wasn't totally complete with myself, I was always wary of what if they would now not accept me because of this. Um, and it wasn't until I met you that I was real whole and complete with myself. And, you know, like we both uh, literally like during the first week of meeting one another, we're like, this is what's going on in my life. This is blah, blah, blah. This is what you need to know about me, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, so like deep, deep, like you're, you're just like you open up the closet. Am I using the right context for that? And you put all your cards on the table. Yeah, you put all the cards out on the table, take them out of the closet and say, this is what I have to offer. Take it or leave it. And this is like literally what happened with us, you know, like back in the day. So I would say my first phase of skeletons in the closet was when I knew that I was more attracted to girls, but guys gave me attention because I wasn't full with myself being gay because I wasn't sure so I would do anything that I could to get attention from the dudes as a way to grab attention from girls based on how I acted 
with the dudes. Fucked up. Um, but, you know, like, I would get intimate with the dude, but I won't cross that certain level of emotional discomfort because I wasn't whole and complete with regards to who I am. Until I was complete about it, then I'm like, okay, this is no longer who I am, you know, let let me redefine the new version of me, right? And then there went um, little gay Sari, uh, <laughs> and and now new world. Yeah, no, it was it was an absolute shit show. But you know what happened then was that I had uh, a different side of skeletons in the closet. Um, I lacked commitment, and I knew that it was a really bad form of character, and I wanted to be liked by people, um, or at least by, by the ones that I was infatuated with. Um, so I would get intimate with them and, you know, like when I was with them, like I would, I would treat them like gold, but it's like the second that I was like back in my element, I'm like, let me see how much more I can attention I can get from other people (laughs) until, um, somebody who's, very dear to my heart, a huge person in my life, um, you know, like <clears throat> literally got herself into, into a situation where she literally like saw the closet and opened the closet door and she is like, rip the skeleton let's out. rip all the skeleton out. And that is the first lesson that I learned with regards to it is better to share with somebody you know, the baggage that you have versus hide it and pretend that you're not a different person because it actually ended up shifting our relationship for a really good reason. And that person is still in my life, but, um, that was not me. No, but that is a very important person in our life. But, but at the time, you know, like the relationship has shifted because of that. So, you know, found a lesson from that. And I was like, okay, well, I was actually before we met. That was, yeah, way be- like five years before we met. And, you know, at that point, I was, I was actually hurt on different levels, um, emotionally, mentally, ego, learned a lesson, um, you know, missed out on opportunity with somebody that I really was infatuated with, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time for you to be real with yourself. And that's when I really started working on myself for quite some time and yeah through all these failures by the time I met you I was like okay this is like this is who I am um you know basically you're accept me if not it's all good like because I accept myself but you know if you want to enter my life I want you to enter my life like the door is wide open I made it very clear um and basically what happened was a blessing to you. You got called out on your shit. Yes. You got so called out on your bullshit. Uh-huh. And the skeletons were ripped out of my closet when I got divorced. Uh-huh. And the whole point of this, like, like the importance of say what you mean and mean what you say and be real. Yes. And the, and the takeaway is like, for one, right this down somewhere if it's safe nobody will ever love you 
in your mind more than you can love yourself. You will never experience you will never allow somebody, they may feel a different way. They may feel they, they, you know, love you all the way, hundred percent, whatever, but you will never absorb it past the degree in which you love yourself. The other thing is that when you know true love within you, only then do you have the ability to see real love and experience and feel real love from somebody else. And here's the kicker. We all want to be liked, but to what sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Like how far will you go to be liked? Like all the girls, if this is you, but all the girls with their asses all over Instagram. When people comment and like that shit, it's not, you, it's not love. Mm-mm. It's like eating sugar. It's like a dopamine hit. Oh my God, somebody liked my stuff. Like, Sarit, you supposed to add pictures all the time. Why? Because people would like it. It's validation. Yes. And. It's not love. Gosh, I was so immature back then. It's amazing. We've all done it. We've all been there. Yeah. But then I also started creating ideas in my head that people were into me because because they commented certain things. Yeah. Or And then I would use that as an end to try to get with people. Or dudes who, who, like, I, I don't mean to put, like, a gender on these things, but mostly in society, this is how it's happening. Girls can do the same thing, but it doesn't matter if you're posting, you know, if you're taking a photo of yourself next to like a Lamborghini and you're like, like acting like it's yours. I just spilled coffee on my pants or, or, you know, you're half naked or what, like what's the intention there's like, cause don't get me wrong. There's also women who will post themselves breastfeeding because they're making some kind of fucking statement. Hell right? Yeah. So it, it, you have to look at like, what's the intention of you doing what you're doing, saying what you're saying or not saying what you're saying. Is it to get liked or is it I'm trying to think of like, I, I know our intention a lot, like pretty much everything that we put out there is to help, to help somebody with yeah. something, yeah. right? Th- that's, and that's just one angle of it. But you know, why, why am I, why am I doing sharing or not sharing or not doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I'm I think so that, sore. I think that you can, I think that you can really like fall deeply for somebody really quickly. I think that like when we first met, it was, oh my God. You felt it. Like, oh my God. But that's where I had the thought of like, if you don't know what the love feels like within yourself, then you can't feel it if somebody else is reciprocating. Yeah. Because you're not aware internally of like what that feeling is. Mm-hmm. Um, um, or like Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach. Yeah, like you can feel it. But, but also you have to learn how to, sometimes having a feeling like that inspires you to become more whole and real in you. I think that meeting you and feeling this kind of connection that I'd never felt in my life, like, holy shit, which I mean, like, I think that was the inspiration for me to be like, don't hide anything. Don't hide your shit. You got shit. Everybody has shit. Only way you're going to know if this person is legit for you is if you share all of you and they embrace it, truly embrace it. Mm-hmm. Better to just let the cat out of the bag and see if they catch it. <laughs> you can call that catching a pussy. 
Somebody laughed. A lot of people laughed at that. Um, but, but really, like, you can just throw it all out there. And if they catch it and they embrace it and they bring it in, you're like, okay, this could be something. But if they don't, then great. You don't have to go through the experience of then getting to know each other and then developing feelings for only the good sides of them. And then, you know, and then later on, like not being fulfilled, not being satisfied, not being um, like excited about your relationship, dreading them, resenting them, getting in arguments, never talking, feeling like roommates. And then you're like, but I don't want to break up with them because then it tells them indirectly that they're not like they're not good enough for me or something. And then I'm going to hurt their feelings. And then and then that makes me more uncomfortable because I think I interpret that that's how they may respond, even though that's we don't even know until it happens. It's a story I made up. So now you have to go through this whole thing. And the longer it goes, the harder it gets. The more the moldier and stinkier. More and more. more. <laughs> Summer is coming. But um, uh, real, real quick, you know, the reason why being whole and complete with yourself is so important is because, you know, when you have a conversation and you and, you know, like you never want to go on a first date and say, OK, listen, these are my imperfections. This is what you're going to have to deal with if you like me, blah, blah. Like, no, of course not. But, you know, like when you share your story, you want to hold back on nothing. You just want to be like, this is my story and just, you know, get deep with it. Um, but I think the reason why so many people are scared is because they haven't gotten themselves to a point where it's like, you know what? Like, look, dude, like this is who I am and I'm so authentic and confident about it. Just so you know, and like. If you accept it and, you know, like you still want to work through it, then epic. Uh, but mm -hmm. if not, like I will be fine either way. I think it's because, you know, people in general haven't gotten themselves to a point where they built enough confidence and trust with themselves to where they know that no matter what, like with you or without you, I'm going to be good. I, I think most people try to live their life like literally putting their baggage on someone and wanting them to accept them. The good side of what of who they are or the bad side of what they are with whatever they have going on without fully telling the entire story. And that's why they're just conflict, 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 because there's not clarity. The reason why there is conflict is because there's no clarity. There's not, there's nothing wrong with disagreeing on things like Aaron and I, we don't always agree on things, but the reason why we feel okay to talk about things that we don't agree with is because there's no conflict. Like when, when, when something needs to be brought up, we communicate immediately. I mean, you guys, you guys saw that in person yesterday. When I was going through stuff in my own head and then I, I, I was basically sharing it with you. I mean, my thought process is different than your thought process. Right. And, you know, don't, 
don't take that twisted. Like if you disagree with somebody to a certain extent on certain values, then it's not going to work. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to have miscommunication. That doesn't mean that you are not going to misunderstand or, you know, see something differently. That's fine. But there are certain things that you need to be very clear on that you do need to agree on. Yeah. Like I would never date somebody that didn't take care of their body. It didn't, because that's very important to me mm -hmm. because I practice that in my life. I don't want to be made to feel bad if I need to go do a workout and not spend this time with you. So that person needs to have an understanding of that. Mm -hmm. And you don't have an understanding of that if you don't yourself practice that. So let's go back to confidence, like to be really, truly, fully 100% you requires a certain level of confidence. And one of the reasons that we say all the time is that it's not about the weight that you lose, but who you become in the process is because that weight loss isn't like the weight gets lost. Great. I would say demolished because we're not trying to find it. Um, but you know, you drop the weight, you feel better about yourself. Great. That's cool. But what happens in that process is you learn a lot about you in order, like if you do it right, you learn a lot about yourself. Um, you become brave, more courageous. I would say you become more courageous because of the increase in confidence. But the reason that your confidence increases is not necessarily simply because now you feel better in the clothes that you're wearing, but because what you've achieved and how many times you have followed through with what you said you were going to do and how many times you said you were going to do something, you did it and that you feel like that's a win. It's the same exact thing as I just said, but that's okay. Um, you know, the more consistency you have, the more you believe in yourself to achieve. Those are the things that give you confidence. Yep. And of course, like if you have a certain look you're going for, great. I hope it's just the look that you've decided, not that somebody else has decided for you. I know how I want to look that makes me feel the best. You can call it vanity or you can call it my own personal standard. But the way that I feel the best is the most important to me. And I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. I don't give a shit if somebody thinks my muscles are too big. Vanity is important in a way that makes you feel the most confident you. And it doesn't matter what shape or form it comes in. Be it muscular, be it thick, be it thin. It doesn't matter. It's, you know, achieving a certain shape that makes you feel most confident in who you are. It's not about a number on the scale. You guys heard the conversation yesterday, a number on the scale will, will get you batshit crazy. I don't care if, if you're like trying to bulk, trying to lean out, trying to lose weight, it doesn't matter. Consistency breeds confidence and confidence breeds courage. Yes. Aaron Atwood. Because when you get yourself in an uncertain situation, you can look back at life and say, I've already been through X, Y, and Z, and this is what happened. And I came out of this strong. Therefore, you can go into a situation like that confident because you're, you're like, this is not my first time doing it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. also this is the power. This is also the power of coaching, by the way, because if you don't have that track record, then how the heck are you going to feel confident about yourself? with regards to achieving something that you haven't achieved before. You need somebody to like hold your hand and guide you through it. And then over time, as you start building patterns in your head, 
That is the most important thing in life, the experiences that you carry with you. Now you have a track record, a good one or a bad one. It doesn't matter, but you have a track record and you're going to put yourself in new situations based on the experiences that you've had. Like I said yesterday, when I was struggling with my disordered eating patterns, with, you know, not feeling like my body was aligned with who I wanted to be, my experiences weren't great. Therefore, when I don't feel 100% with my body, my brain goes to that place immediately. It doesn't matter what physically I look like in the moment. What matters is what your mind feels in that moment. Um, and with every day come new, it, like with every day comes new opportunities. And that's why having confidence and courage is important. Because when you do the right things to build confidence in yourself, when you, when an opportunity shows up and you're like, shit, it's unknown, you're either going to take it or leave it based on your level of confidence. Um, also, I was thinking about this um, while you we were talking. I want to add one more thing with regards to commitment. This is because I was a person who lacked commitment for a very long time. And, you know, if this adds value to um, at least one person who's listening, then I'd be very grateful. But my reason for lacking commitment back in the day was not because I'm a person who lacks commitment. I think that deep down, every person lacks commitment. Uh, sorry, every person is destined to be committed. And a great test of that is how you react when you bear a child or when you have a child. Suddenly, like you would drop the entire universe in order to deliver your child a meal. You, or mean, like, that, you mean like that's the epitome display of commitment. Of commitment. I would yeah. say so. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you carried the shit in your body for nine months. However, I'm like, You're I, I lacked commitment for a really long time. And the reason why I lacked commitment is because I didn't truly know who I was. Therefore, I didn't know what I wanted. That's it. So yeah. I wasn't able to take all the things or question some things. So I only saw what was in front of me. I didn't see what was deeper than what was in front of me. And therefore, I would get distracted, mm -hmm. you know. And if you guys want to apply to your weight loss journey or whatever journey it is that you're going on in life, if you are, you know, struggling back and forth with, you know, lack of um, consistency, that sort of thing, what you really need to get clear on is why are you doing this? Because when you get clear on why something is important for you, you are a lot more likely to become committed. Yeah, I don't think it's a matter of you didn't know who you were. I think you can still be discovering who you, honestly, I think we're all continuously discovering who we are all and the time. Hold on, hold up, wait a minute. You don't have to like all the way, like know who you are to know what you want. I wanna know in the, com in the comments, is anybody watching Undercover Billionaire right now? On discovery because when it comes to knowing what you want the woman that plays elaine, elaine she's great talk yeah. about know what the fuck you want yeah sari always has to pee bye you can know what you want and that takes like that's part of self-discovery but 
Man, look, yeah, yes, yes, Stacy. Leah, I think that's how you pronounce your name. Yeah, Cozier, who else is watching it? Carrie, you saw the first two episodes. Guys, when they finally like figure out what they want, they're like, I know what I want. Elaine, the girl who plays Elaine, she's like, she's like, no, I need this and I need this and I need this to happen and I need it to be this height and I need those walls all to be white and I want this to go here and you did that wrong because I need it this way. And like you could think of her as bossy and then it makes me think of Tina Fey's book, uh, Bossy Pants. Um, you're, you're either bossy or you know what you want. And, and I think that the difference is for one, the delivery and for two, the way somebody receives it. Yes. But when you know what you want, and you're willing to um, not negotiate what you want, you get what you want. Mm -hmm. And some people might not like you for it. That doesn't mean like you have to, you have to, John Maxwell has a concept of uh, climbing the ladder. Like you've got to climb your ladder. That doesn't mean you have to step on people when you're, when you're going above them. You don't have to step on them, but you know, when you know what you want and you don't negotiate it or you don't settle, then it requires communication and direct communication. And some people see direct communication as you're a jerk. I'm like, I'm not. I just need you to clearly understand. So there's no lines to read between. So there's no miscommunication. I need to be very clear and direct. Otherwise there's room for misinterpretation. Don't think I'm an asshole. I'm just very clear and direct. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always do my best to like be compassionate with people and like see things from their point of view and try to understand. Um, but you know, what I'm, what I'm really sharing with you is figure out first what you want, figure out first what you want, and then don't apologize for wanting it and be clear in your communication with who you need to communicate with the needs that you have so you can go about living your best, truest, most authentic life. This morning when we were running, I was listening to two incredible human beings, Ed Milet and Damon John. Not Tom Brady this time, guys. Um, and Wait, who was it? Who was it again? Ed Milet and Damon John. And Damon John, okay. Um, both incredibly like successful people and... You know, Damon John was talking about how life is just a series of negotiations. He's like, first, he's like, the first negotiation that you have to learn and master is your negotiation with yourself. For example, you know, when the alarm goes off every morning and you're like hella tired and you don't want to wake up, you know, you can either, you know, negotiate with yourself to stay in bed or you can negotiate with yourself to get the fuck up regardless of how tired you feel right or let's say if you go to a party and all there is around you is cupcakes cupcakes and chips and salsa and beer and whatever meanwhile you got goals you can either um negotiate with yourself to keep your promises to yourself or you can let others negotiate with you whatever it is that they're doing so it's like the first negotiation that you have to learn if you want to achieve to master yeah to achieve anything in life is how to negotiate with yourself every day and once you learn how to negotiate with yourself then you have to learn how to negotiate with other people it's it's 
it, it's leadership and it's communication. And I love that. I would almost argue you need to learn how to not negotiate with your true self. Don't negotiate it. It's not a negotiation. It's not up for negotiation. Right. I think, I think that was, I think, I think the way that I portrayed it was not the way he said it because of like that's okay. a language. I, I understand. And whether they said it that way or not, my thoughts are still my thoughts. I think that there but should be no said, negotiation right. with yourself. Right. It's like, if you this set is the alarm, what you have to do, you set the alarm for four, get your ass up at four. Hmm. That's what you said you were going to do. And sometimes things change and you have to pivot. Pivoting is different than negotiation because unexpected things always happen and decisions need to be made. So pivoting is not negotiating. It's having to make a, a decision based off of a new scenario you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Clear is kind, unclear is unkind. Yes. That's good. Um, I heard something else and I don't remember where it came from, but... It's the fact that like being lying to make somebody feel good is worse than telling the truth that maybe makes somebody feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I, and I truly believe that that's one, one of the things that you guys appreciate about this show and maybe us in general is that we would rather tell somebody the truth and then them feel bad or sad or upset or whatever feeling maybe would would make the deliverer uncomfortable to feel just as much as the receiver, then we would want to lie simply to make you feel good. Because in the end, you don't feel good mm-hmm. because you continue with the patterns that need to be broken. Yeah. Isn't there a song? You gotta be true to be kind. And na, 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 na. It's a very good sign. True to be kind. Oh, I think I know. I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but you know what I mean. If that, <laughs> that is actually a really good song. If that is the song that I'm thinking. Isn't it like an 80s song? Or I don't something? know. It's in a movie. I remember most songs because of movies. Like Pitch Perfect. Every time I open Zoom, I go, Zoom, 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 Cruel to be kind, Nick Oh, cruel to be kind. Oh, I fucked that up. Hold on. You gotta be cruel to be kind. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you play this, hold on. Before you play this, la 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 la. Last time we got a copyright claim on our video when we played the Lion King. Oh, we did. Yeah. So maybe we will. <laughs> maybe we'll just read the lyrics. <laughs> oh dang it! Well, you know what? Maybe you guys can go ahead and listen to it afterwards on your own YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Well. Do you have text tones? To... Oh, it might be a, oh, whatever, the cover. Anyways. It's from 2008. That is so is 13 years. I, I feel, feel like, like it was older that. than that. This looks older than 2008. I think maybe this somebody posted this video in 2008. <laughs> Anyways, you guys got the point. I'm done with things to say. I said all the things and I did all the stuff. Me too. I think you said a lot of great stuff today. And I hope that this added value to you guys, whether you're single, whether you're dating, happily dating in a uncomplicated, whatever it is, it don't matter. Remember that every with every day comes a new opportunity. And we hope that you take today and you take on the opportunities that come today to make it the best day yet while making sure that you're doing everything that you can in order to 
make you the best version of you today? Somebody asked a very important question. When will Boogie's sister arrive? That is a very important question. Yes, yes that will Boogie, be you that will them? be in April. Would you like to tell them? That will be in April. Improve your personal finance. If you have a business or wanting to run a business, if you're on Team XND and you're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. If you're wanting to um, just think bigger, like think bigger possibilities in life in general. Um, if you're wanting to... Okay, now help me. There's there's so much maybe more. Maybe get I, an opportunity to see us on the stage. Maybe get an opportunity to see us on the stage. Um, Stacy will go ahead and drop the link. And by yeah. the way, you guys, um, with all proceeds, um, when you get the virtual tickets, go for kids who have no dads for their education. Inner city. Inner city. Inner, inner, city, inner city kids. Kids. Yeah. yeah. With no dads um, to be educated. So there's that. Yeah. Helping out a good cause while really like opening up your mind to incredible opportunities. We will be there. Our entire team will be there with us. Mm-hmm. Stacy will be there virtually. Um, but yeah, we're super excited. So thank you guys so much for being here, uh, for wanting to improve yourselves. It means the world to us. May we all continue improving ourselves and one another together because a rising tide lifts all boats. So be the tide. All right, guys. guys. Have a beautiful weekend ahead. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.